the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Bob Bernie Live. Welcome back to Bob Bernie Live, and I see that uh, I have Mark and Columbus on the line. Mark, I thought I saw you up there earlier, and then you disappeared, and now you're back, and I'm glad. Welcome. I had to go, Bob. I just had to go, and so, uh, but I'm glad you let me get back on. Uh, well, uh, even I- sometimes, what? sometimes you, sometimes you have to go. You broke your promise, though, Bob. You were going to change the subject, and I appreciate it, though, man. It's, well, I am going to change the subject, but you, but you can talk about whatever you want to talk about, and then I can blame it on you. Oh, hey, I missed you while you were gone, Bob, for the last several days. <laughs> well, thank about- you. I appreciate it. Thank you. But I thought maybe I'll just call in, and uh, I can talk to Bob. And uh, he won't be able to back talk. He won't be able to talk back to me. So, uh, you know, I thought maybe, but I thought, well, the screener probably won't let me do that. Uh, I never talk back to you. What's on your mind, uh, Mark? All right. So, uh, truth of the cross. Now, I know that what you're talking about is, is this is a departure from what you were talking about regarding the truth of the cross. But if I could just get you to help me out here. The the uh, the Catholic idea of uh, 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 oh gosh now oh, come on Mark uh, purgatory oh um, okay and and you know I've looked at it in their explanation and it looks like mental gymnastics to me I I you know I couldn't align it with the truth of the cross well I I hope that our Catholic friends are not offended but. There is absolutely not one shred of biblical evidence to prove purgatory. Nothing. Absolutely not one story, not one verse of Scripture. There is not even a verse of Scripture you can take out of context to prove purgatory. Purgatory is a part of the tradition of the Church, and as you may or may not know— For Catholics, the Bible is one authority, but the tradition of the Church, commonly called the Magisterium, which is the Catechism, the writings of the ancient fathers, and so forth, and it's all a big conglomerate of the teachings of the past, the the writings of the Church fathers, the current Catechism, all of that together makes up the Magisterium, and that is equal in authority to the Bible. So, in order for there to be an official Catholic doctrine, it does not have to be in the Bible. It doesn't have to be there. The uh, bodily assumption of Mary 
is not in the Bible. The sinless nature of Mary is not in the Bible. There is not a single verse in the Bible that says that Mary was ascended bodily to heaven, nor does the Bible say that she was sinless. Nothing. Zero. The only way that can be proven is through the magisterium. But if you believe that the traditions of the church is equal in authority to the Bible, you don't need the Bible. And I'm, and I'm not saying that to be disrespectful. I'm just being truthful. You don't need the Bible. Are you there? Yes, yes, I okay. am. Yeah. So my position is the, the position of the Reformers, scola, sola scriptura, the Bible alone. The Bible is my only, only source of authority. There is nothing else. So if I can't find it in the Bible, I don't believe it. And that's why I reject purgatory. I reject the bodily assumption of Mary, uh, the immaculate conception that Mary was sinless when Jesus was born. I reject those things because they're not in the Bible. And, and again, I say that with respect, but I say it truthfully. And, and as, we, as we are watching with this current pope, the tradition of the church doesn't mean anything to this pope. And so people who are really, really, really Catholic are facing a real crisis right now because they have been told their entire life how important the Pope is, how important the authority of Rome, the Vatican, is. That's a part of the authority of the Church. And that is being completely destroyed by this current Pope. And it is causing a real life crisis for many, many Catholics. Many Catholics. Hello. Oh yes. Okay. I don't know. My I'm done. I'm I'm finished. <laughs> Just cut. I, I missed the whole thing. You didn't um, hear any of it. I'm sorry. I, my signal is going in and out somehow. Well, listen to the podcast. Go to the website and listen to the podcast. Because unfortunately, I can't repeat it all. But uh, and I'm being serious. I'm not being smart. I like. Uh, if you're really curious about all of that, go back and listen to the podcast for that last segment, okay? I will. I will, because I'm right. in my good one. All right, thanks. All right, good to talk to you, Mark. Thanks. Um, the And again, I want to say this cautiously and with compassion. The doctrinal differences that caused the Reformation have not changed at all. And here is, and I've said this before, and some people have misunderstood it. I have more respect for the Catholic Church than I do for liberal Protestants. And here's why. Until recently, until recently, the Catholic Church has not 
changed at all for at least 500 years. What they believed 500 years ago, they believe today without compromise. Now, that's that's no longer the case. This pope has changed everything. So, if we go back 500 years to the Reformation, the Reformers had serious, deep doctrinal differences with the Catholic Church, and thus the solas. Sola fide, faith alone, not works also. Uh, Sola scriptura, uh, scripture alone, not scripture plus uh, tradition, and so forth. Serious, serious doctrinal differences. Now, fast forward 500 years. Until recently, the Catholic Church had not changed one bit. It's the Protestants that have changed. The Catholics didn't compromise. It was the Protestants that compromised. So in order to cooperate, the Catholics and liberal Protestants have gotten together and said, well, we need to cooperate. Okay, well, all right. Well, who's going to compromise? And the Protestants have said, we will. We'll be happy to compromise. No, it didn't happen exactly like that, but that's... That's the essence. Yeah, we'll we'll compromise. You don't have to compromise. We'll compromise on salvation. We'll compromise on the authority of Scripture. Uh, we will compromise on faith. Hey, we don't have any problem. We'll compromise on all those things. And the Catholic Church has said, good, because we didn't want to compromise anyway. So let's all get together, uh, get around the campfire, roast marshmallows, and sing Kumbaya, And the liberal Protestants have said, that's a really good idea. We like marshmallows anyway, so let's all sing. And most of the partnership between Protestants and Catholics in the last, particularly the last 50 years, has come about solely because of the compromise on the Protestants, not the compromise on the Catholics. As I said, under this pope, that has all changed. This pope is the most disruptive, destructive pope probably in Catholic history. And it's causing deep, deep divisions in the Catholic Church all over the world. And again, devout Catholics. I'm not talking about Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi Catholics, who are Catholics in name only, and they use it for political purposes, and uh, get a good feeling when they go to Mass on Sunday. They don't believe what the Church believes, and they don't care what the Church believes. But I'm talking about devout Catholics who really, really are Catholic, and they believe what the Catholic Church teaches. Those people are in complete chaos. What do they believe now? Their church has abandoned them. Um, All right, enough. Final break, and uh, we'll be back and uh, wrap things up.
This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live as we uh, wrap things up. Way back when I began the program, I said I was going to talk about a uh, story about uh, uh, hostages, uh, Israeli hostages that were held captive by Hamas. I keep trying to get to that story, but I always try to defer to callers. So I hopefully I'll get to that before the end of the program. But as I said, I defer to callers. And I've got Mike in Columbus who uh, wants to talk about the Pope. Hey, Mike, welcome. Thanks for calling. Thanks for deferring to me. <laughs> my, my pleasure. Uh, but with this latest thing the Pope did was was blessing people who are in a gay marriage, it just really occurred to me that he's somebody that's of the world instead of in the world. Uh, very true. Uh, now, Mike, you're Catholic, correct? Yes, sir. All right. What what is the what is the attitude? What's the feeling among your Catholic friends concerning this pope? And I ask that out of genuine curiosity because I, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't investigated. Yet. I'm going to start looking at some of the what some of the people have been saying. So I've not looked at anything yet, but I want to see what some of the scholars and the people, the frequent media, are saying. Well, uh, what what does what does Mike think about this current pope? He. He's, he's, he wants to be liked by the world. He's not like he hasn't read the Bible in a long time. Okay. Now, the Pope holds the, the Pope holds a place of respect and honor unlike anyone in, in Protestant circles. There is reverence, respect uh, for the Pope from the Catholic community that is unlike Protestants. Because of that, does this, Mike, shake your confidence in the church itself? No, it just shakes my confidence in him and how he got selected as Pope. This this shouldn't have happened. You know, uh, John Paul II, St. John Paul II, and Pope Benedict, they were appointing cardinals that were like that had held their worldview. Mm-hmm. Somehow this guy slipped through the cracks, and he's, you know, he seems to be the most un-Catholic pope we've had in a long time. <laughs> well, that is true. That is true. Uh, he, uh, yes, he he is not a very Catholic pope. That's, you know, we we used to say kiddingly, you know, says, well, is the pope Catholic? You can't kid about that anymore because there's serious question as whether this guy is is really a Catholic. Yeah, I mean, you know, his on the global warming stuff, he only listened to one side. Yeah, and you know, it's like I think it's, but I think this was the last round with a lot of a lot of the clergy that have been defending him and some of the apologists. Well, I would I would hope so. Now, the liberal wing in the Catholic Church loves this guy. Uh, I've got it. My stack of stuff. I never got to it, but the bishops in Hong Kong uh, got together and uh, released a joint statement from all the bishops in Hong Kong, Catholic bishops in Hong Kong, 
And they are praising this statement on same-sex marriage. They are loving it. Uh, But then you've got bishops and uh, cardinals from Africa who are infuriated at this. So it's it's causing real deep division in the church, that's for sure. Yes, it is. All right. All right, Mike. Good to talk to you. All right. Finally, 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 uh, we are now learning what things were like for some of the Israeli hostages held by Hamas. Uh, a, a woman by the name of Duran Katz-Asher uh, was interviewed extensively by CNN recently. She, her two daughters, and her mother were taken from a kibbutz on October 7th. She and her daughters were dragged out of their shelter. Uh, Her mother was shot and killed. Uh, This woman was shot in the leg. No, 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 no. Pardon me. Uh, She was shot in the back. Um, Her grandfather was shot in the leg. Her mother was, was killed. And her story is an absolutely horrifying story of what happened to her. Again, she was shot in the leg, uh, not mortally, but pretty serious. And she says, quote, She and her daughters were taken first to an apartment that belonged to a family in Gaza. They stitched my wounds without anesthetic on a couch while my girls were sitting next to me. Yeah, stitched her wounds up without any anesthetic. Said that she was psychologically tortured. Uh, She was taken from this home and taken to a hospital, which happened to be a Hamas command center. Yeah, Hamas says, we don't do that. We're getting more and more testimonies that that's exactly what they're doing. Horrific situation by terrorists. Folks, thanks for joining me. Have a wonderful evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen, listen, think, think, discern. discern. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.